All right, Nathan, another week, another dollar. Let's lay this one down. Spice World. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I watched it and everything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it's, like, good. Wait, what? Yeah, like, I think it's actually good. I think it's smart. Spice World. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff going on in that that on the surface looks stupid, but... I, I it might be secretly brilliant. The Spice Girls movie. Yeah. Because I mean, they 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 play to a lot of the the tropes from like the 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 monkeys and and the Beatles movies and and all those terrible, you know, band movies that were done seriously, but I don't think this was done seriously. I think it was done with a big wink and a nod. All right. Well, I mean, let's 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 get going. I guess uh, I, I can't. I gotta I gotta figure this out. I gotta what? I gotta get my head around this because I gotta. No, I I can't. We gotta do this at another time. I really can't uh, do this today. But David, where are you going? I'm I I'm, I gotta go figure this out, Brendan. I'm sorry. I just I can't. Uh, maybe we'll do it another time. Uh, oh, God damn it! Well, who am I gonna get at the last minute to fill in now? Hello. Welcome everyone. It's your to good the- friend Montrose Monkington the Third from Bananashire upon Hampton in the great country of England. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. You, uh, thank you, from Montrose, for covering at the last minute for Nathan. Uh, no, he, it's your pleasure. I'm sure. Uh, the pleasure is all theirs. Of course, theirs as well. Yeah, um, friends of Montrose. <laughs> Yeah, Nathan was a little too perplexed, I think, by this whole thing. So I'm glad you were able to uh, to fill in and give us a different uh, a, d- a different POV from the other side of the pond. Well, it is is a British film, so I felt it, it only right that I that I take the spot of him while he goes and and figures this out. Uh, 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 spoiler alert! It's brilliant. <laughs> Well, Montrose, uh, we are not alone as well. I, I, I have brought on someone as someone else to join our little podcast Ooh, here. It's a twofer. It's a twofer. Um, joining us in studio, Mariah. Hi. Everyone. Hello. It's your good friend Montrose Monkington the Third here from uh, Bananashire uh, upon uh, Hampton in the great country of England. Mon- Montrose. Mon- Mon- Montrose, I, I think, I think she heard your intro earlier. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Now it's nice to hear it again, though. Yes. <laughs> you never get in- too much Montrose. The intro's so nice, he said it twice. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to What Were They Thinking? podcast about bad to highly questionable movies. And we are covering a, a movie. This is this is the Mariah's Pick episode. Yep. Okay. Um, and this is the 1997 smash hit, mm-hmm. Spice World. Yes. Mariah, yes. T- explain to us why. Uh, because number one, it's ridiculous. Number two, it's going on the theme of my childhood movies, like Magic in the Water, Ben and Arthur. <laughs> ben and Arthur is one of your childhood you movies. Said it to you? No, 
um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's a ridiculous movie and I really wanted you to w- watch it, uh, and like wanted, uh, Nathan to watch it, but never mind, it's Montrose, but it's ridiculous and, uh, I've seen it like a million times and I can't wait to talk about how fucking ridiculous it is. Like, what? Aliens? What? <laughs> yes, I think it's, it's brilliant actually. Well, we'll get into all of this, uh, all of this uh, insanity. Um, guys, Spice World, 1997, a movie, like like uh, Nathan said before he took off there, um, kind of in the vein of A Hard Day's Night, or trying to be at least, um, in, in the sense that it stars a band basically playing themselves, playing, leaning hard into the caricatures of each of their uh, personalities. Um, each of their uh, cor- corporate created personalities, um, but of course, you you have a movie about a band about a you know starring a band as themselves. You have to start with a forty five minute opening song. Yes, yeah. Not not to mention uh, opening credits that look like that of a porno- pornographic film. <laughs> yeah. I said Bond, but yeah, like, sure. yeah, it could be like a no, porn- no. It was definitely pornography. I mean, there was even a fellow named Alan Cumming in it. Uh, and also a Roger Moore. If you, they are not pornography names, I don't know what are. <laughs> Montrose, I'm surprised you don't recognize the name Roger Moore. He is kind of a big deal over there. He is, yes. But, I mean, taken out of context, both of those names, pornographic. Well, you get Very good much. rogering, I guess, yeah. Right? And, and do it more. Right? You do it more. You Roger Moore, and then Alan's coming. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wordplay. No, we've already started off to a terribly tawdry start. <laughs> um, I like the credit based on an idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, not, um, there is obviously a written by, a written by Kim Fuller, who I believe was like their manager or something like oh, that. Oh, I thought that was Malcolm McLaren. Okay, but he's associated with the band in some way. Um, but yeah, based on an idea by the Spice Girls and Kim Fuller. And Which means it's based on an idea by Kim Fuller. A, a ba- <laughs> yeah, based on an idea. Uh, there, now, I'm just going to say this right off the top. We usually go through this plot as best as we can. There is not a whole lot of plot going on here. There's That's a lot fun. going on, <laughs> but not a lot of plot. No, no. They, they, they ride around in a bus and, and have silly skits, uh, not unlike a, a Scooby-Doo or something like that. Would you argue an impossibly large bus? Yes, it is a TARDIS. Yeah, it is. It is a, a a bus that looks like a normal bus on the outside, and inside it yeah, is a it's mansion. It's like a double decker, mm-hmm. but yeah. then it's like humongous. Yeah, on the inside. Yeah, um, so much so that the first time I watched that, I lo- thought I looked away for something and totally missed missed a detail of where they actually were. They thought they um, drove the bus to to a mansion uh, that they were <laughs> that they were you know living in together. Yeah, like you know when you're mm. famous and you get one of those mansion hotels. Right, and you and you live with all five of the people in the group in the same place. Yeah, I mean, and and you know this, like you you get mansion hotels with five people all the time. You're, you're on mm. the road constantly, and, and a common room that looks like it was designed by Hanna Barbera. <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised that this didn't cross over with uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Right, they should have fought the Phantom Montrose. That that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the thing: all the girls uh, did their own voices, uh, unlike Kiss. <laughs> yeah, that is that is makes this what? unique. Also, yeah. in, in, interesting tidbit. It's a tidbit that's interesting. <laughs> it, exactly. Um, there wasn't a single stunt double who was of the wrong ethnicity. 
<laughs> Whoa! So, uh, what a, already what, heads and shoulders above Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. What a difference 19 years makes. Mm. That's what I told the officer, anyways. <laughs> oh. oh my! Oh, Montrose, yes, you are. You are on fire today. Oh, do I do what I can to to bring the thunder? Uh, well, again, trying to dive into this plot a little bit here. We we do have uh, Alan coming, he he, uh, playing a character named Pierce who is making a documentary about the Spice Girls throughout the movie. Um, he's always in the wrong hallway that they're coming down or he's not in frame or he doesn't get the, or they, you know, they shoo him away. He's basically hapless and his crew doesn't really like him. And, uh, his documentary is probably not going to be that great. Let's just face it. <laughs> no, in, in fact, um, it, it, it looked, uh, a grainy and almost like, uh, a, a full motion video game, uh, from, from the mid nineties. <laughs> like one of the, like a wing commander game. Yes, quite. <laughs> Uh, we also meet Clifford, played by Richard E. Grant, uh, is their, uh, the band, uh, manager, I guess. And his greatest role since Hudson Hawk. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. And also, like, Oscar nominated a couple years ago, so that's cool. He's still oh doing goodness. stuff. But yeah, Richard E. Grant is their manager. Um, we get lots of cameos right at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariah's favorite, uh, cameo from, uh, Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> The bus driver, <laughs> Mr. Loaf, as he is as formerly His name known. Danny, Danny's mm. the Danny the bus driver. Is that he's that American? Is, uh, yeah, he is American. I know, but like he's a like he's an American in England driving a bus. Oh yeah, so, well, well there are expatriates over there as well, you know. <laughs> I was going to ask you how you felt about Americans impinging on uh, British jobs like that. Well, considering I'm here in Canada, I really don't have much room to say anything now, do I? I suppose that would be like the pot calling the kettle black. Correct. Um, Elton John is also there to sell his soul for a little bit. <laughs> oh, and he's that, that that ladies' man, quite the poon hound, that, that Elton John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Montrose, I have to tell you something. <laughs> oh, oh, yes? Uh, you know what, I'll tell you off air. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I do think it's funny that the one scene he got written into was one where the Spice Girls just are all fawning over him and like, kissing him. So manly. He, I mean, yeah, and after he gets, like, a kiss, he's just like, Vero. ooh. Right? <laughs> yeah, yes, virile, manly. Um, he probably banged all of them. Oh, possibly. I mean, yeah. I would not put it past him. He is rivaled only by that of Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to say the whole, like, Baby Spice thing is kind of creepy in retrospect about how she's like pretty much oh, acting God. like a like an actual baby at times. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I think that that whole thing where it's like the the she's trying to make it like sexy that creeps me out. Well, you know, it was the time and by that I mean it's still exactly like that today. Yeah, it's weird. It it kind of culminates for me when she goes up to one of the dancers and says, "Oh, I have a teddy bear and I have a goat and I have a this on my bed." And it's like, "Okay, no, this is weird." Yes, but then she says, "There's no room for you, mate." That's fine, but the lead up so to she, it is. She's so old enough to reject him. Ah, she does. She, she does at one point say that she is thirty years old. Yes, <laughs> which is wild. Which uh, I, I don't believe that's. Uh, is, uh, I, I don't know. I, I recently saw her on a uh, on a British talk show playing a uh, uh, a send to all game, and I think she's actually only in her uh, possibly late forties at this point. Um, there's a lot of, like, just <laughs> really fast dialogue here. Mariah, you've seen this movie a million times. What are, what are we doing here? 
Which, where are we? Just here in general as people and simians. Yeah. Yeah, what are we doing here? A podcast? Yeah, Why do we on. do this life? Yeah, go on. Go on, Mariah. Go so, on. So, like, what, what scene are we talking about? Yeah, uh-huh. What? Yeah, keep <laughs> all going. All the scenes? Yeah, sure, yeah. I do know all the words to the movie, so no, I had to stop. <laughs> all right, Mariah's just going to read the script and yeah. go. Um, my mommy's my best friend. <laughs> Uh, no, so they're preparing for a performance at Albert Hall, and they're hyping it up on TV with an interview. And then we meet another section of this movie, guys. Um, played by two people, played by uh, George Went, Norm from Cheers, mm-hmm. and Mark McKinney. And this whole time, one of the this kids in the hall, apparently, one of them. One of them. There yes. were a bunch more was kids in the, in the hall. Were they in the hall when no. Alan Cumming was in the wall? In the hall. It was in the wall? <laughs> in the hall? We've been putting Alan Cumming in the wall. I do find it intriguing. It's not Porky's. Um, <laughs> that this movie uh, is, is based on, on five uh, people um, who had a, you know, a mildly success, not normally in film, uh, starring uh, these Spice Girls, but it also had a chap who had a, a less successful but far better film starring five folks who are not necessarily known for film. Come again? With kids in the hall. Oh, yes, they, yes, That yes. film, the brain candy. It's very, very, very smart. Quite cerebral, if you'll pardon the pun. Uh, for a show that I like a lot, I've still never seen that. <gasps> My goodness! You call yourself a Canadian. Do I? Do yes, I? Yes, you do. I haven't you... seen it either. Oh my goodness. Well, Mariah, to be to her credit, she hasn't seen much kids in the hall, so. Yeah. I know, I thought. I do, I do. So, so, um, anyway, so Norm from Cheers and Mark McKinney are, like I said, they're, they're pitching a movie to Clifford, the band manager. The Big the, Red Dog? Yeah, the Big Red Dog, played by Richard E. Grant. Um, he really, he really is quite versatile. <laughs> yes. No, actor. no CGI people. It was 1997. They did it practical. Right. Uh, but they're pitching a movie to uh, about the Spice Girls, and at one point George Went says, "Hey, uh, people loved Marilyn Monroe, and she couldn't act." And I, I have to, I have to, uh, I have to pitch in a little bit here because I, I don't believe that to be an accurate statement. <laughs> no, all all one needs to do is watch Some Like It Hot to prove yeah, that she's fact wrong. Terrific, and like there's a few other movies that she's actually really good in. I mean, yes, she is obviously gorgeous, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, definitely, definitely a good actor. Um, right. But yeah, they're pitching like uh, I don't even remember what they say at this point. But they're pitching these wild movie ideas for the Spice Girls. I think it's like the not no, I don't think it's the Spice World Five, or whatever. Like the well, oh, no, they, they pitch several of them. But before they pitch them, doesn't the um, uh, doesn't Clifford have a talk with uh, the the girls? Um, I don't know, uh, Lord and Master Roger Moore. Yes, who speaks entirely in riddles. And he has a bunch of animals and everything. Yes, he says things like it's a speeding melon in Christmas for the crows. I don't know what that means. No, and, and something about the underwear of life. When the rabbit of chaos is pursued by the ferret of disorder through the fields of anarchy, it is time to hang your pants on the hook of darkness. Yep. Whether they're clean or not. I did enjoy the fact that whilst he was making a martini, he told Clifford uh, there was no need for stirring as he was shaking his martini. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> See, because he was James Bond, and he likes his martinis shaken and not stirred. 
Um, but yeah, I, and and like Mariah just said, there uh, he has a different pet in every sh- scene. Yeah. Yes. He's like rabbit. A, at pig. one point, he's bottle feeding a pig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that bit. That's a that's a cute little uh, bit that they did. Um, there's a lot of like honestly, there's a lot of people in this movie just showing up for like a scene or two because the Spice Girls were on fucking fire. In oh, yes, you could not turn yeah. anywheres without seeing me with that at that point in time. Yeah, so you know everyone was getting on board with this. Every British actor was like, I'm there. Riff Raff from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Shows. Yeah, Richard O'Brien. He's there. He's the paparazzi guy. So then we meet. So the Spice Girls are rehearsing their uh, their song. I believe uh, Mariah informed me it's Say You'll Be There. I'm giving you love. Here we go. Go ahead. All the joy can bring this I swear. Say you will be there. Fifty huh? pounds, right there. Thanks. Uh, the so. Call me fat. No, <laughs> no, no, we owe them fifty pounds. <laughs> British currency, Mariah. Oh. <laughs> um, we find out that the girls have another friend. Are uh, their their pregnant friend? Nicola. Yes. Yeah, Nicola. We it, find it, out that a man uh, was very irresponsible and left her on her own. And when when the thing is when she shows up and they they have this this heartfelt. Uh, uh, conversation between the spiced girls and uh, their friend. The, I found that the the quality or the lighting of the camera changed to Tad, and I simply have here. This is the worst episode of Coronation Street I've ever seen. Uh, it did, oh yes, there yeah. was there was a very not subtle change. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know. Was this yeah. like the scene mm. where like it was like them when they're older? Um, well, no, this is, this is, no, this is just when they go up oh, to really? greet the pregnant girl. I never I noticed think. that. Yeah. I found that every time that they were interacting, um, like that, where they were supposed to be having some sort of serious dialogue, either about what's going on or reminiscing about what, what things were like, it took on that East Enders, uh, Coronation Street, uh, filter. Yeah. How huh. great. So what you're proposing is a Coronation Street remake with the Spice Girls. Yeah, at this point, it wouldn't be bad. I mean, I'm just saying that they're, they're, they're all still quite lovely. And yeah. uh, I feel that they would be far enough away from uh, the caricatures that they could actually possibly uh, do some decent acting. Mm. To be fair. To be to fair. Be fair. To be fair. Uh, I was told to say that. <laughs> he left a note for you, didn't he? Right. He, he yeah. said, yeah, uh, write a haiku. Uh, remember to say, to be fair. And also, Mariah has a gigantic penis. Oh, thank you. But you well, get all, that, all the notes. That's what the note says, yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I do, <laughs> I have to throw in here, so there is like a fantasy sequence of all the, uh, of the girls imagining themselves pregnant. And they <laughs> yes. do have scary spies doing the most stereotypical thing. <laughs> Because she's literally making like pancake batter and wearing like a um, no like the th- what the, what like a bandana on her hair or whatever. No, the, like, the curlers with the with the ba- yes yes yeah. Yes. I'm like, are they trying to do like an Aunt Jemima thing? Come on. Yeah, there was there was some there were some other racially insensitive things going on in this film. Oh, there are more oh, to yeah. come. There are more. Oh yes, including yes, yes, a, yes. including a lyric of a song which no, is and and a fashion shoot. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so the Spice Girls are they after they you know they banter with their pregnant friend, imagine themselves all being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they um, they're, they're back to rehearsing their song, and then we cut to another character because there are eighty two different stories going on here at the same time, and it's an editor of the newspaper. 
Kevin. Oh my God, Trump. Trump. Well, he's got the hair. Yeah, um, he he is sick of these girls, and he wants and he says, "I want a new angle. I want to see their their show at Royal Albert Hall canceled, and I want them to split up because I guess he he's just sick of it. I don't know. He's it also was like, papers. He also likes to spit when he talks. Yeah, so much so. Spice Girls world tour. Spice Girls break up, and then like every goes everywhere. Well, yeah, so much so that it actually rains in his office. Yeah, right. Point. It's ridiculous. See, that's the thing. I, I feel that they're, they're leaning into these sort of things, which is what makes it brilliant. Yeah. The only thing that the only thing that hurts it, though, in that sense for me is that like, even in like movies like A Hard Day's Night or like, you know, movies that were trying to be silly and stuff, there's still like some kind of baseline. I feel like this is just so like just throwing everything at the wall mm-hmm. that there's nothing like to kind of not rein it in. But do you know what I'm trying to say? Like there's. There needs to be some sort of like back to the plot. <laughs> like there's nothing there's no there at plot all. In this movie, yeah, of. it's like I feel like I'm watching like a like a like a spoof movie or something. Well, that's just it. That's what I mean. I because I feel it is a send up of those that they are indeed spoofing those movies. That this sort of thing is absolutely acceptable. But like the fan base when like of the Spice Girls were kids, so like speaking for me like i watched this movie and i thought it was like the best thing in the world yeah and now i'm like looking back at it i'm like there is no plot (laughs) i I don't understand (laughs) i I, I think i think there are jokes in here though that that are odd to me because if it's marketed towards kids there are some stuff there's some stuff in here that i'm like i i I think that would go over a lot of kids heads (laughs) yeah yes did you catch the name of the paper that the chap was the editor for oh no it was the daily event okay as opposed to the daily mail Oh. Or the Daily Mirror, yeah. which are British tabloids. Oh. Right? Smart. I did not know the, the Daily Mirror, so the that. reference went over my head. Right. And that, that's the thing. I feel that this this movie it walks such a fine line be- between stupidity and brilliance mm-hmm. that you could market it to both audiences and yeah. still be successful. Like well, and, and I would argue, <laughs> I think that's why it made like something like over $200 million. Hmm. Um, aside from the fact that people were going to go see it no matter what. But you could also argue that, like, you know, there's other movies starring singers that didn't do that great. Like, look at Mariah Carey and Glitter. That thing Oof, bombed. Yep. I mean, that's Oof. a terrible movie. Uh, but the Britney Spears movie? Crossroads. Yeah, that didn't do... Well, I don't know if that did bad or not. It, I, it, it certainly got critically trounced. It, it did. Yeah. I, I don't know about the box office performance. I do know Glitter is one of the biggest box office bombs of all time. But there's mm. something about this movie. It's just there's something like... Uh, not genuine, well, genuine, but like something like it's just, it has something. It's very charming, I guess. It's, not it's, really. I don't know. It's almost like it's almost like you're looking at is someone. It it's almost like no. you're looking at someone doing something, and you're just like, well, gosh darn it, you're trying. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Smalley. It's all over the place, and you're just like what? people like you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So back to uh, another pitch. I think this is the one where they're. The McKinney and uh, Norm from Cheers are pitching a Spice Girls movie where they're all sisters and they're trying to support an ailing grandmother. And they're like, Mel C is going to be a skiing champion. But the thing is, she has to learn how to ski. Yeah. And then the other one where they, they fight crocodiles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and followed by yet another fantasy sequence where um, Baby Spice is told, you know, she can basically get away with anything because she's so gosh darn cute. And yeah. she imagines a scene where she is clearly the murderer mm-hmm. of someone. And guess who? Oh, wait. And she 
And, and of course, the guy that is accusing everyone just, uh, just points to blame at someone else because he can't he can't accuse innocent old baby spice right. with a machine and gun in hand. Guess who was the detective? Damn, you stole my thunder, <laughs> Montrose. <laughs> was he, well, you. I don't feel that you had that joke lined up. No, I didn't. <laughs> she was just gonna tell us who it was. Yeah, <laughs> right. Who it was? That's why I said guess who it was. Who was it? it was Hugh Laurie. Ooh. Right, so he's a, a fellow named uh, Hugh, or a, a truck named Hugh. <laughs> Doctor House MD. Right. Did you did you happen to notice? Now I took notice of this. Now, be, being a fan of British music, uh, the the bus number of the Spice Girls bus. Uh, no, no. It was the nineteen bus. Okay. Okay. Which uh, factors heavily into uh, a song by The Clash. Oh. Rudy Can't Fail. Uh, okay, the, well, there you uh, go. Line opens on the route of the 19 bus. Montrose, they mm. have nice. written that for you. I, well, I thank them as well for that. <laughs> Which, again, lets me think that this movie is indeed smart. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really conflicted. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm much like Nathan. I'm I'm just not sure. It's at this point we're about to get to this costume montage, which you noted. It, there's some there's some there's some stereotypical stuff coming up here. I have um, something here where, where uh, I was noted that somebody was going to do heroin. Yes, um, because Baby Spice at one point says. One of them should be called Train Spotting Spice. Yes, right. And That's I said, it. was that a joke about heroin? I, I feel it was just a joke about British cinema, but I, I don't think it was well thought out. No, I'm like this. Uh, yeah, the kids, the kids love. See, the kids love train spotting jokes. I did mm. when I was younger. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure you got it right away. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like train, <laughs> Tra- trains. Like, I, I like to look at trains. flashes and flushes himself down the toilet. Yes. So how would you? How would you? Um, uh, describe the, um, the 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 stereotypicalness of some of these costumes. Uh, well, like some that. of them are all right. Like they they play <laughs> up Greece, uh, yeah. which is is cute and fine, I guess. Mar- Marilyn Monroe, Wonder right. Woman, right? Well, well in, yes, the, and they've already mentioned Marilyn, and it's you know girl power, so Wonder Woman fits in there. Uh, but they they do uh, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, um, and they have Scary Spice do it, and she's about to throw a spear, and I. <laughs> Don't mm-hmm. feel that that is racially sensitive in any way, shape, or form. Yep. No, not really. <laughs> not, not going to use the term that it reminds me of, yes. uh, but you can put two and two together because you're a smart audience who knows how to math. You, they you also guys... make her look like Aunt Jemima, so like... They also did that earlier, yeah. yeah so. exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's okay because they make a pants-stuffing joke. <laughs> During the uh, grease exchange uh, with the other Spice Girl, she pulls the sock out of the trousers of the other Spice Girl, who's dressed as Danny Zuko. Yes, who's dressed as uh, John Travolta, who you all know from the movie The Fanatic. And only that. Only that. So, at this point, um, we both go back to Kevin, the, the mm. editor, the newspaper editor, and he hires this creepy paparazzi dude. So who creepy. apparently uh, got a picture of the Teletubbies taking a poop? Is that what he said? Yes! <laughs> yeah. He says he he could get any picture that he that was needed, and one of them was included. He got the Teletubbies taking a poo. So, do you think he's the one that outed Tinky Winky? 
Oh. Uh, no, that was that Jerry Falwell chap, and he is awful. Yeah, and Jerry Falwell is... Uh, I'm sure he's quite warm where he's at now. Ah, uh, no sympathy, sorry. None whatsoever. <laughs> uh, so the Spice Girls are... Uh, wait, Yeah, so at this point, the Spice Girls go to a party. Yeah, did, did the Spice Queens show up there? The Spice, or was I just seeing that? The Spice Queens? <laughs> oh, yes, no, they're, they're, there's, there's a drag group. Uh, that dress that that cosplay or drag as the Spice Girls, uh, uh, but they call themselves the Spice Queens. I don't recall. Maybe it was a really quick cutaway. Well, that there, I there were there were five um, larger Spice Girls that weren't the Spice Girls, um, and I believe one of them looked like they had an Adam's apple. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I must have missed that. That sounds yeah. that. Uh, there is a lot going on in this movie every second. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do go to this uh, this party and mingle, and their pregnant friend asks them asks all of them to be godmothers to her baby. Uh, did did one of the ladies from Absolutely Fabulous show up in this? Yes, she's the okay. one that speaks with. Posh, and they're talking about a manta ray. Yeah, yeah, something about what? How does that come up again? It's like, oh, because like, uh, like it's. In the when they're in the bus scene, talk about manta rays. Yes, yeah. the ginger one apparently has, yeah. has a penchant has like, for a kind of trivial, useless knowledge that exactly. you'd use on Jeopardy. Right. When they're on the bus, they, that's where they first said it, and then like Posh decided to use it towards this girl. Yeah. Because clearly, maybe she thinks she's stupid, and then she's like, "What do you think about manta rays?" Oh yes, I love manta rays. These are like these are her shoes. These are these are his glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, right. She's the girl that Posh uh, speaks to about manta rays. Is like, oh. Pretending that she knows this designer called Manta Rays. And she's like, like, I'm talking to one of the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, and then this is this is the first moment where the paparazzi guy comes into play because uh, the, I forget what the question is. They ask like the Spice Girls, like, are you a feminist or something? And then she says, is the Pope Catholic? Yes, Catholic. that's it. And, and they literally put in the paper. It's like the Beatles bigger than God moment. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, in this scene we also see... Uh, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, uh, God, what's his name? Montrose, help us I, out. I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm I, not not a fan of the Floyd. I, I like my music not overproduced. Oh, wow. Okay, hot take. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, I just, I feel that there is, uh, there's, there's no need for a song to go on as long as some of theirs do. Okay, fair enough. Agree to disagree. Shade. <laughs> well, either way, Bob Gunton is in the scene. Bob Gunton from Pink Floyd has his hair all done up like Scary Spice. Because I don't know where they got like had the time to do that. Well, I mean, it was they probably on the on the set for like for four hours. No, that. no, but like in this in this like thing of the movie. Oh, in the in the logic in the logic yes. of the movie. The, That's what you're saying. In the, the logic, logic of the movie, where the bus is the size of a house. Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. What what was what was the issue there? No, she was saying that in the in the logic of this movie, that yes. uh, him to get his hair like that. Mm-hmm. So. I I don't know what's not logical about the boss. No, well, you you know, the fact again. Uh, I do mention. I did mention earlier that it is possibly a TARDIS. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So she. So, <laughs> nope, not going there. Um, but she does say that uh, is the Pope Catholic gets taken the wrong. Uh, the paparazzi uh, guy um, twists her words and makes it sound like they don't know that the Pope is Catholic or oh, they questions were questioning his yeah. his his religious uh, conviction. Yeah, um, it was Pope John Paul II at the time. 
Yeah. And then they yeah. cut to like a like the news clip, and then like the there's a guy like from the Vatican. He's like, of course the Pope's a Catholic. If he wasn't a Catholic, he wouldn't be Pope. Yeah. I do like that. Um, all of these things the paparazzi guy does to the Spice Girls really don't have that much effect on them. No. <laughs> like like you think like these things would like uh t- t- put turns in the plot or like you know uh slow them down or anything, but not really. Nope, no, none whatsoever, because they were an unstoppable machine at that point. Girl power. Right. Um, they do, they, this, at this point they're doing a music video, and they don't want the, uh, the sailor, the male sailor dancers in the background. Yes, one of them says oh that the, the chap's muscles look like he has fer- ferrets burrowing in his chest. Mm-hmm. Not unlike that Lex Luger chap. <laughs> oh, wrestling reference got it in. I'm glad I could help. So Boom. This, this song there that they sing is called like Leader of the Gang, but the song is not on the soundtrack at all or like hmm. anywhere else. Intriguing. Yes. I also noted in this scene where the the girls had talked about ordering boys like pizzas. So, are really are they are they, are they lobbying for you know, legalized prostitution? I think it's ahead of its time. It sounds I again, see, I'm telling you, it is brilliant. <laughs> I do think that, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I think, I think Mar- what Mariah was saying about the song, uh, I, can, I can explain this away. I think what they were doing is they were going for a Best Original Song nomination at the Oscars. Oh, my God. So they could have that Jesus. song isolated, and they could get that trophy. There you go. Yeah. It's so- solid reasoning. When, we talked about, I talked about it earlier, but when Baby Spice is talking to that guy about all her teddy mm-hmm. bears, and it's supposed to be like sexy or whatever i wrote down did Zack snyder direct this <laughs> the scene the scene was guest directed by Zack snyder because it was supposed to be empowering but it really really wasn't yeah i mean this is definitely more empowering than fucking that movie right Ugh. like dawn of the dead i mean really <laughs> yeah i mean Watchmen. give me a break <laughs> Um, and they, they they don't like the, the dudes dancing in the background. The compromise is, is that they cover up their shirts, but not, not the their... compromise. Uh, the compromisation. Yes, compromisation. <laughs> they cover up their chests, but not most of their butt. Assless chaps in a kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get the girls something to come back to. Yes, right. right. Look at those. It's I I actually noted that these were princes tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I do think it was random that we suddenly got a title card about the flight name and the location that we were in. Yeah, the flight, like the flight number too. Yeah, because it never it never happens again. It's just like, oh, we're in this location now, and it tells us, and well, and it's like every other place they go to or like tour or whatever. Like we're never told that, so it's yeah. just like the editor just decided to put one in right here for no reason. Mm. Oh my god, we're gonna talk about the next scene. Oh, oh my guys, God. This, the, this scared me when I was younger. Well, like, before we uh. get to that, before we get to that, everyone has to go to the bathroom. So they stop the bus. And they've apparently all clogged the toilets. Right. And Meatloaf, the bus driver, he says, they try to get him to clean the toilets or fix dinner. the toilets. And he says, yeah. listen, I'll do anything for these girls, but I won't do that. Oh my goodness, what was he talking about? He was talking about butt stuff. Listen, it's hard enough to get a plumber to come to your house and that stays in one place. But you try calling one out to a bus that's moving around the countryside. It's impossible. Isn't there something that you can do about them? Like what? Fix them! Listen, I love these girls and I'll do anything for them. But I won't do that. 
Exactly. <laughs> well, in this movie too. <laughs> He's right? going to fix the toilets. <laughs> Just a different version of butt stuff. Is it, we get to find out that the girls are so brilliant that they speak intergalactic languages. Oh my god. Oh my god. This scene, this scene is wild. So, he touches her fucking boob. Right? The alien. Yeah. They want to, they grab their Also, and and then... guest directed by Zack Snyder. Yes, <laughs> guest directed by Zack Snyder. It's empowering. These aliens are like terrifying. They're so scary. They like, they have, like, they're clearly fake, obviously. I think that, that's, that's what makes them more terrifying. It's like, and they, how do they talk to them? So yeah, and, and not to mention one of them Kisses uh, Ginger Spice. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they like pull up his shirt and they get them to sign his like weirdly human stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like flesh colored stomach. Oh my God, I hate this scene. <laughs> um, and, and, and that's it. Like that, and, that and never... they really wanted to get, they wanted to get tickets to the show. So he must've been like tracking them or something. Maybe with that flight scene. Yes, but they understood. <laughs> They're like, oh, but it's all sold out. Like I, they, the girls speak this alien language or at least understand it. They can't, they don't speak it back. It's like in a movie where um, you have someone speaking in like Japanese with subtitles and the other person responds in English and they just understand each other. Right. Yeah. It's like, didn't they do that in like, I mean, you weren't here obviously when we talked about it in Montrose, but I believe they did that in the Turtles remake, the Michael Bay one. There's a possibility. I mean, Michael Bay is, is uh, lazy unless it comes to explosions and CGI. Yes. Well, I guess with uh, he does also cut in shots from some of his past movies. Okay. Yep. Um, Why do these aliens have flesh cover, cover like colored stomachs? Mariah's really hung up about these. You're quite upset about that, aren't you? Uh, yes. She yes. Is. <laughs> it ruined the movie. Shoot. Let's move, move past it then. We'll get to the dance instructor who is uh, has a million chevrons on his sleeve. Which I wrote down. Is he a Nazi? <laughs> well, no, I do believe he's supposed to be, uh, uh, you know, a British captain or something. But it, normally, the, the chevrons on the sleeve indicate a rank. He's got, he's got chevron upon chevron going up, 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 up his sleeve. Oh shit! So that is an inaccurate. Oh, highly. Uniform. But I mean, I, I felt it. I was was odd. I, I mean, I could see if they had, uh, uh, you know, uh, called him a sergeant and and gave him the the chevrons for like I don't know, lieutenant. Or a colonel or something like that. But it, it was almost like, it was just, let's just put a bunch of them going right up his sleeve. and It'll be ridiculous. They also, so there's like, this is like his, the he's like the dance teacher, but also putting them through like an obstacle course. Yes, um, and I noticed when they were marching that all the girls were marching in sync with the exception of uh, one Victoria Beckham. I... Is that supposed to be part... I wonder if that's part of the joke, though. Well, no, because I get la- it part of the joke where she's dressed differently. However... Well, because later when they're doing the obstacle course, though... Right. Yeah. But she... She's just kind of... But when they're marching together, it is supposed... I'm guessing it's supposed to look like a dance routine that they're all marching in step, but she is off by about a second. So when her right arm is swinging out, all the other girls' left arm is swinging out. Yeah. <laughs> We're the Bothered me. Yes, indeed. Just girl power is all we need. <laughs> she really does know all the words of this movie, doesn't she? Yeah, she really does. Yeah, well, good on her. Uh, well, they go through this obstacle course, which I did get a laugh from uh, Victoria Beckham just walking beside it the whole time hmm. while they're actually taking I it. I spotted a goof in the the a continuity thing. It doesn't matter, but like one of the scenes, like the 
like the tubes were like um like all like a bunch in a row and then like when it cut back to that scene it was like little and then they cut back and it was like a lot more <laughs> okay cut that, cut that out <laughs> changes my opinion entirely this movie is trash <laughs> She's reading the IMDb goof section. No, I like saw it. She submitted it to the IMDb goof section. Okay. Um, so after they go through this, uh, the paparazzi guy comes up through the toilet. It's that was um, so it was like a reverse train spotting. Yeah, right. Train spotting is all over this movie. Actually, this came out like a year after train spotting. Yeah. Well, no, did it? Was yes, yes, yeah. it did. Yes. Yeah. Train spotting was ninety six. This was the next year. Yeah. And this is because uh, the reason why they're like. In this scene is because uh, Richard like was like Richard sorry Clifford was yeah. like hey uh, you can't have time off yeah and then they go to like this like then they go to the house which has a dance instructor and then they're in this like mansion and that's why he's finds them and he's coming out of the toilet yeah and they they're talking about their scary dream. And like uh, they all say, like, oh, I'm, I'm. They're all nervous about the concert. So the paparazzi guy records them, and of course, in the paper, it says the Spice Girls terrified about the concert. And the dream was like their heads were off, like their. Yeah, heads, I don't even remember. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> and my head was off. <laughs> hey, one of them didn't have makeup, and it was disastrous. Oh, that yep. that was Victoria Beckham, I believe. Of course, because she's posh. She is posh. Hmm. It would have been weird if it was one of the other ones that said that. <laughs> Sporty Spice. It's like, I didn't have makeup. It was terrible. You normally don't have makeup. You're sporty. Oh, right. <laughs> Carry on. So, yeah, at this point, uh, Clifford is getting increasingly upset. Am I increasingly upset? I mean, rage, red-faced insan- insanity. Like, I, I thought he was going to blow up at some point. Uh, but he's telling them, like, you all got to calm down. We got to stop getting all this bad press. Uh, and uh, the girls are like, you know what Clifford needs? A woman. Let's set him up with Deborah, who I guess is like the other road manager. Something like that. Yeah. Isn't there a bu- another pitch meeting in London while the girls are off doing their thing? There is right after this yeah. uh, about okay. a virus destroying the world, but the Spice Force Five that's have to come I'm in. Saying, and say- yeah. So you know what, guys? <laughs> this coronavirus that's coming around, going around right now, we just need the Spice Force Five. Yes, unfortunately, none of them are talking to each other. So. Oh, what really? I don't know. I, I know there was some sort of... Uh, there's some, some bad blood between the Beckham one and the rest of them. Oh, well, yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, when they brought back the Spice Girls on tour, they she didn't go with them. Oh, yeah. right. Wow, okay. I'm sure she's happy just sitting at home being a millionaire. Yeah, yeah but there's a possibility. <laughs> Bending the Beckham, if it will. Oh, okay. oh you. Um, strangest cameo ever. Uh, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> well, but they're, they're, aren't they supposed power. to? They're trying to show that uh, the, the 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 ginger one is a master of disguise. Yes, and she literally just transforms into Bob Hoskins, who says "girl power," <laughs> right, <laughs> and then just walks off. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> a little noise she makes at the end. Girl power, equalization between the sexes. Hmm. I just like. I just. I don't know. I, I thought it was crazy because I was like Bob Hoskins in 1997. I mean. Yeah, I guess I guess people knew who he was. I don't know if the younger audience would have. He had already been cameo. Super Mario at that point. Oh yes, the Smash hit. And Super he was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I oh, still right. think I still think kids in '97 though wouldn't know much I about didn't know those. Who the hell that was. Kids in '97 would not have seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I didn't. 
Mariah, sheltered. Mariah didn't. <laughs> okay, no, 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 we're not talking about the gargantuan penis one here. Oh. Oh. With her freak show life keeping her away from pop culture at that time. Hey, I love Bob Hoskins. I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure that one went over a lot of heads. I don't feel it would have. Uh, so where are we here? So Alan, Alan, Alan coming, Alan coming, and his. I figured it out. The, the the filtering on his uh footage for his documentary. It, it reminded me of Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs> so you're saying that movie was directed by Alan Cumming? That's a plus. It is brilliant. Um, and I got quite excited for it. But the kids are all, <laughs> the kids all get on the bus, and the Spice Girls are like, you know what? We've been overworked. We're gonna have a day out on the on the open sea. I hate this scene too. It's stupid. So it's like striking distance all over again. Yes, agreed. The boats, action, and water, and and wakes and whatnot. Mm. If they didn't want him to make waves, they shouldn't have put them on the water. There you go. The song <laughs> that plays here is. My boy lollipop. Yes. <laughs> not not a Spice Girl original. Nope. Not Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Okay. Positive. This is is this also where Clifford said that the girls, if they wanted to be spontaneous, they should clear the spontaneity with him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's how you you schedule your spontaneity. Right. Yeah. As as all. Well, that's that's how British folk do it, anyways. <laughs> yes. Um, it's quite rude if you don't schedule your spontaneity. <laughs> Disaster strikes. While they're out in the boats, but I mean, it's it's resolved pretty quickly. Um, right, the kids fall in, they rescue them, and everyone's fine. And Scuba Skeev is there to take pictures. Yep, yeah. and it's and then then suddenly riffraff. suddenly they're in the paper, uh, they're in the papers for endangering child children. Hmm. Endangering. They say butts and bums a lot in this next scene too. Yes. Can we leave butts and bums out of this? Please. <laughs> right, I was I, no no sex for me. I'm British, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So that goes in the paper, and this leads to, I guess, the the um, the you know obligatory breakup scene. Clifford mm-hmm. Clifford is chewing everyone out, and they all get their little send off line as they walk out and uh, argue with each other, and then they're like, you know what? We're not going to perform at Albert Hall anymore. Goodbye. And, we, and then we go to Sir Roger Moore again, petting a pig. Yes. Yes. And cute. bottle feeding it. Mm. And also Kevin, uh, the newspaper editor, finally learning how to smile. Right. And being mm. freaked out about it. And the, but the, and the girls, they get, they get rather introspective uh, when, when they're broken up and apart from each other at this point. Uh, so much so that they're just like, oh, they start thinking about the, their younger days uh, before they were a, a, a tour de force to be reckoned with. Uh, talking about how they would spend the time uh, having coffee um, at, at their, their old hangout or their old haunt. Uh, also, for some reason, it seemed I know that they were flashing back to them, showing them thinking about this time, but it reminded me of a Dido video. <laughs> oh, wait, the tea's uh, gone cold. I wonder why. Yes. <laughs> I don't think those are the words. Window. I can see you. <laughs> All right, write another check again. Fifty pounds, right there. Dido. Is it? Is it Dido? What's her last name? Jones. I, I think she's just, she's she's like Fido. Cher or Madonna at this point. Mm. You know, uh, forgettable and insufferable. Oh, wow. Okay. Her last name is Fido. All, you're you're Fido launching Fido. all the hot takes out this week. 
No, um, well, you know, I'm, I'm British. I speak my mind. What were you saying, Mariah? I was going to say, this is, uh, is this a scene where we see, like, Jerry watching, like, this old movie and her bookcase is full of fake books? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like a painted bookcase. It's You're right. And then it's, it's weird because they're doing that and they're supposed to be sad uh, uh, be- because apparently they're all having a collective recollection mm-hmm. of uh the the time when they would they they debuted their song wannabe uh to the chap who ran the local coffee shop right and they're like okay we're just, it's a flat yeah it's a flashback to the spice girls performing that song in a coffee shop there and by, by the way when we say performing we're not saying like they have like a band like you know music in the background they have a boom box that's playing the music mm-hmm. that they've already recorded i guess um, it's yes. a very produced number for, for ladies that don't have any kind of big contract yet. Yeah, well, they can't even afford a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, they, but this, this is, oh, it's, it's wonderfully edited and they're performing it live. And that, that goes, all you, all you modern music musicians out there today, that's how you perform live, damn it. And, and that song that came out in like 1995 or 96? Yeah, it was sure. like the big hit, wasn't it? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. like if you want to be my lover, that one. Right. Yes. That's the one I associate with them. Yeah. Right, and that's the song that they do here. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie is set in 1997, mm-hmm. about three years later. And they're huge stars now, and they get back together, and uh, they go to the old haunt, and it's closed down. Did he die? <laughs> well, I was half expecting them to go and he just was running a different business. But yeah, that he would have had to because that shut down, like you said, very quickly. Because either he died and it shut down or they forgot every place they ever came from and did not help him save his business at all. Maybe they were his only customers. I still feel that they should be helping him unless he has shuffled off this mortal coil. And it's one of those things where like, oh, remember when you're famous? And they right. didn't remember him. And, and they died. did not. Despite the fact that he apparently uh, gave them help with the coffee bill. Yeah. And they're like, we'll hmm. pay you back when like, you know, we're rich and famous. That probably that one coffee probably would have like made him go bankrupt. Okay? Right. He would have been able to pay the rent that month and he wouldn't have lost the place. Exactly. I, I, now, if we have a sequel, we need to focus on that character. Not right. as if they make a damn sequel. No, just with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> just okay. Spice World Cafe, and it's just He could him. be the villain. There you go. Well, he can have a bunch of animals. Um, <laughs> angry because they never paid that <laughs> coffee bill. I don't like that, Mariah. Why are we turning him into Baby Spice? No, like, like he no, could he be has like a, a Bond villain. Oh. Right, you've got a bunch of different Moore. animals like Roger Moore does in this film. I yes. thought you meant just talk about all his teddies that he has. No, no. what the fuck? <laughs> Those are stuffed animals. She's talking about real animals. Okay. Well, um, we do get another fantasy sequence with Stephen Fry making a cameo, Mm -hmm. uh, sentencing them to have a a poorly performing record. Yes, and then up next on the docket, Houty and the Blowfish. Yes, (laughs) yes. I I do also like this little cameo because we go back to um, Albert Hall uh, because Clifford is having a drink at the bar. And mm-hmm. he's very depressed because he, th- he he's quite sure the Spice Girls are not going to make it on time to the performance. And the bartender is Elvis Costello. Yes. And I like how it's almost going to be a moment where someone, where Deborah, Deborah comes up and is going to like say, hey, aren't you Elvis Costello? Because she goes, wait a second, make that a double. 
And there's like a, there's like a fake out where she's gonna say like you look familiar or something like but that. But he gets he he gets credited as himself in the the closing credits. Oh wow. Yeah, it is weird, but I do think they did set it up like there was gonna be a there was gonna be a recognizing joke. Is this a situation where it's possibly the like the, like that episode of The Simpsons where the bartender looked like John Travolta and he was like yeah looks like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, looks like that's that's the one. <laughs> I love that one. That's a good one. Uh, did that take place after he filmed the fanatic? <laughs> it was long before that. Oh, I, I figured it was. He a... has had some career valleys as mm. well as peaks. Mm, yeah, lately mostly valleys. Mostly valley. Yes, but um, yeah. So anyway, they're freaking out about it. Um, and the Spice Girls, their pregnant friend, goes into labor. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. all they all pile into the bus and... And it, it happens while they are partying, and those yeah. girls know how to party. They took <laughs> them to a club where they sang their own songs. Like, it was just like, yeah. the Spice Girls were playing, they are like, let's go dance and leave our pregnant friend upstairs who's drinking a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> that was the line, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> They, but they all pile into the bus, and at one point they all like they're like, "We're going to deliver it if we have to." And I'm like, "No, no, no! Get her to a fucking hospital." They're yes. wearing like freaking like cleaning gloves, <laughs> and they're they're yelling at her vagina. Yes, stay in there. Don't come out yet. And I'm like, "Oh dear, this woman is going to die." It's like mm. rule number one: close your legs. Well, she could have told her that nine months ago. Yeah, <laughs> one of the actual lines. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Um, so they finally get her to the hospital. There's a moment too, like there's so much in this movie, but there's a moment too where there's like a dying boy in the hospital. Oh yeah. And he hears that he might get to see Ginger Spice's boobs and like Mm -hmm. suddenly opens his eyes. Yes. And the dad gets all anybody would have. Yeah, and the dad is all like pervy about it too. (laughs) Pervy. She's what she's well over she's old enough. I'm not saying he's a pedophile, I'm just saying he's pervy. And there's nothing pervy about that, I don't find. His wife is right beside him. Yes. Ah, maybe they do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're swingers. Yeah, I don't, I, based on her reaction in that scene, I don't believe that was the case. Yeah, she's just keeping up appearances. Okay. You see what I did there? Hey. Get out. It's, it's, it's a British television show. No. Yep. Keeping up appearances. <laughs> Red Dwarf! <laughs> yes, that is also a show. Mm. Um... Meanwhile, Alan Cumming is filming all this tension, uh, all this tension of if, will the Spice Girls, will the Spice Girls make it? Will they not make it? What's going to happen? Uh, and at the same time, uh, this this kind of it leads into the climax uh, with uh, Mark McKinney and Norm from Cheers pitching their movie that then somehow becomes the movie that Which we're is, watching. <laughs> right. And uh, does he at one point say there's not a dry seat in the house? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay. I just thought it was also. There's and not a dry I don't seat in the, house. I, the 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 perviness of the husband from before aside, I feel this is a way worse line, especially considering it's a movie about women and supposedly for women. It, yeah, aimed and and it has like some decent pro like feminist messages in it mm-hmm. like, but yeah the the seats wet thing i was like oh oh that's that's not that's weird <laughs> maybe they messed up <laughs> they just left it in Zack snyder <laughs> okay it's empowering it's, it's empowering women it's empower- Zack snyder and daniel ferrans teamed up together empowering women and the victims <laughs> there we go 
so yeah, there's she some. A babe. She has a baby, and it's a girl. What? And looks like the father. Yes. <laughs> you catch what I'm saying? It did not look like the person that gave birth to her. That's right. <laughs> um, and, it's a girl. and looks a lot older than a newborn baby. No, babies can come out with lots of hair. That's, I did. I, I don't. I'm not saying that. She just oh. does not look like a newborn well, yeah, baby. They, they can't take it. Be like, be right back. We're gonna go steal a baby from a hospital to be in this movie. Okay. I'm just saying it didn't look like the right age. Oh, okay. <laughs> But the uh, the rest of it is uh, just pure unfiltered insanity. Uh, they're on the they're on their bus trying to make it on time. Uh, there's a bomb on the bo- bottom of the bus. Oh yes, because that's part of the pitch, right? And of yeah. course, Speed being a popular movie from a few years before. And mm. they have like a posh spice driving the car, and then she's like, uh, apparently they drive by uh, Buckingham Palace, and, and they have uh, they're like Hi, the, the Queen, right? Yeah. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Harry. Hi, William. Whatever. Yeah. Um, they also um, go around the special effect of having the bus jump off a bridge by cutting to, like... A toy. Like a toy doing it. I yeah. thought that was brilliant. Which, by the way, reminded me of last week's movie. <laughs> well, I was going to say very Thunderbirds are go type. Yeah. It just right? reminded me of the police car from last week, though. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but they, they, they do make it on time. And... What this is the wildest thing for me. This is where the movie took a dark turn that I did not expect. Is that Alan Cumming comes in the room where where Clifford is, and Clifford is literally has just made a noose. Yeah, and he's about to hang himself. And as the Spice Girls come in and interrupt, Alan Cumming is like disappointed because he couldn't film Clifford he's killing like, well, himself. Well, there goes our uh, ending. Yeah. Oh my God, that was insane. <laughs> I, I did have a note with all the um, cameos that happen in this film. Um, the the part where they almost uh, hit the nuns, mm-hmm. I felt it was a missed opportunity that they did not get Robbie Coltrane and Eric Idle to be those nuns. To reprise their roles from Nuns on the Run. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say you, it, it would have been... Uh, I am actually a little bit surprised that no Monty Python people show up. Hmm. But um, this is one last little uh, icky moment here where they're singing that song, Spice Up Your Life. What's the lyric, Mariah? Yellow man in Timbuktu, (laughs) color for both me and you, kung fu fighting, dancing queen. Well, I meant just the Timbuktu line, but yeah. Kung fu fighting. Uh, Whatever. That's fine. Are they referencing other pop hits? Uh, I don't think with the Yellow Man Timbuktu thing. In fact, I uh, Mariah was saying to me earlier that when they yes. re-performed that song lately, they took that line completely out. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, they make it there. They perform. Spice up your life. Aliens are there. Aliens are there. Everyone's there having a time. Um, I think what I think is interesting, too, is that Clifford never actually hooks up with Deborah. No. They're just kind of cool with each other and they do make a possibility that they are going to shag at one point yeah and i also do like how the spice girls never have to have like a romantic interest either like i honestly think that's like a, a, a refreshing change of pace for that mm-hmm. um so I, I i will give credit for that and then of course as the movie is ending uh, there is some like fake behind the scenes footage oh, yeah. um mark, like on mark, the set yeah yeah well mark mckinney's still playing his character because he's like the writer but everyone else is like just themselves, I think. Yes. 
Yeah, and then and then of course uh, the Spice Girls look deep into our souls and address us as we were watching the movie. Slagging on the audience the entire time. Mm-hmm, like you, mm-hmm. you over there, no over there. Yeah, I you like your dress. You snogging in the back. Um, I do like too that I I do like how. That would have been obviously strictly for theaters, but then afterwards they say, oh, they could be watching it on video too, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> and they were like, was nothing better on the telly? Yeah. <laughs> I just noted, I had to watch this for a podcast, thank you very much. <laughs> I was like, I was assigned this project. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the bomb on the bus that we totally forgot about blows up. And right. assuming... Uh, assuming it kills everyone. <laughs> Fade to black. Fade to black. Everyone Sopranos. has been brutally murdered. Sopranos? Yeah. yeah. It just cuts out, right? Yeah. And then it was the weirdest season finale ever. Series, series finale. finale. Series finale, yeah. Serious. A serious series finale. Guys, that was Spice World. Yep. 1997. Mm-hmm. Directed by Bob Spears. <laughs> um, Mariah has our guest. Spice World, would you recommend people watch it? Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> okay. I want, we, I asked Brendan one year, I was like, can we watch, he was like, we can do whatever you want. I was like, let's watch Spice World. And he was like, oh God. <laughs> we watched it, oh God, I think it was like 2017 or 2016 we watched it. The first time? Like together. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe when, I, when I, did I, you see it? Like when did you first see it? I watched it, I don't know, like a couple years ago maybe? Did you, like, was that the first time you ever saw it? Yeah. Oh my God. I've seen, I've seen it. it what I've seen it so many like times though like I like I know all the words it's really I would highly recommend it yeah Montrose what do you say I have to say I would recommend it okay because I again it is I feel that this film is actually more of a biting satire towards those old uh, rock and roll band. Uh, movies uh, than a lot of people like to let on. I found that there were some very smart, funny things going on in this film, and I was delightfully surprised with how much I enjoyed it. Well, there you have it. What do you, um, would you recommend it? I... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. It's, a fun, it's a fun yeah. time. I don't think it's... I, 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 like, there are parts... I'm very conflicted about the whole thing we've been talking about, about the smart and stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Um... It walks a fine line. It walks very a fine. very fine line. And sometimes it crosses it into really dumb, and I don't think it's being clever at all. And then sometimes it does the opposite. So, yeah, I mean, sure. It's, they're it's, like, we're going to make this movie, and people are going to want it because it's a Spice World. So, let, like, Spice World, like, sorry, it's the Spice Girls. So, like, let's just, like, put all our money into it and, like, just make it ridiculous. It didn't even, the budget wasn't even that high. It was yeah, only like still. about $25 million no, or something saying, like, like that. No, I'm just saying, let's make it ridiculous because people yeah. are going to want to see it anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's 92 minutes. You're not going to, it's not going to take a big chunk out of your life. Sure, watch it. Why not? But if you don't like the Spice Girls at all, you might hate it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was, I'm going to go on record. I'm not, not a fan of the music. Yeah. Um, but again, I was delightfully surprised with how, how much fun I had watching it. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, they're yeah. not, they're honestly... Honestly, they're not terrible actors. They're not good. They're not good. But for people it, it who helps have that no... they, they are leaning into the caricatures that were designed for them, as you said earlier. Yeah, they're they're not they're 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 not they're just playing up to their personalities. I mean, for for non actors, I have seen <laughs> way worse. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, and for actors, I have seen way worse. <laughs> So, there you have it. 
All right, it was well, not. It was nothing of like a Needlebrinian proportions. Mm, the greatest thespian of all time. Yes. Mm, quite. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you said that about Neil Breen. I can't believe you said that. It's a magical day. Goodness. Well, it's a magical day, and we'll be right back. What were they thinking? What were they thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What were they thinking? And we're back! Yes, we are back. Montrose. Yes? You have to bring it down now. I'm doing my... BBC voice. Uh, yeah. That's the the British equivalent to NPR, correct? Yes, but it's a, the energy is a little high still. All right, I will I will do my best to bring it down here. Okay, it's time for the low haiku. Montrose, the- this is uh, very uh, uh, exciting to have you on for this portion of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the low haiku is, of course, seventeen syllables used to describe the uh, film experience we just experienced. Very good use of the the language. Yes. The queen uh, will be proud of you. That was my Austin Powers moment. Uh, As a tribute to you, Montrose. Thank you, I guess. The British actor Mike Myers. He's Canadian. Well, tomato, tomato. No, not quite. Mariah, would you like to read your low haiku... Sure. Aliens. What the? Yellow man in Timbuktu. Bomb on the bus. Thank you, thank you. Montrose, would you like to read your haiku? Yes, certainly, I would like to. Old Spice Girls movie. Is it wretched or brilliant? Still can't really tell. That's actually the one he left for me. Oh. Because um, I told him, I saw the note, and I was like, I don't have... T- oh, right, look at the, sorry, get just, the snapping I'm just, there. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm just playing an audio of it because I don't have opposable thumbs. Ah, yes, yes, of course. But uh, he, he, the note had said to write a haiku, and I was like, I do not have one. Uh, but he had one prepared, uh, which obviously shows uh, his confusion uh, over not knowing whether this was uh, brilliant or or terrible. Um, as I said before, I, brilliant is where it landed. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to gonna read my haiku here. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's nonsensical. No plot. Dumb jokes. And meatloaf. Dot, dot, uh, and then just imagine there's three dots. It wasn't the worst. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I think the word you were looking for is ellipsis. Mm, thank you. I didn't. I didn't want to include it as my syllables, though. So I, I said, "Imagine there's an ellipsis." Mm. But uh, we're gonna. Uh, ha- ba- 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 ba-
Yes. Yes. Are you proud? Uh, what? Uh, mm, Montrose, do you know what we always say on this podcast? I do not know what you always say on this podcast, because I've only been on here once, and it was a mini-episode. Well, Mariah, do you know what we say on this podcast? Yeah, it's... Don't take a word for us! Yes, Montrose, we say don't take our word for it. We we go to the critics, we go to the audience, and we get their takes on this cinematic masterpiece. That's right. You can say masterpiece. Okay. I didn't know what else to say other than <laughs> I can't think of another word. Um, but, yeah, we're going to go over to Rotten Tomatoes, folks, and uh, let's see here. Critics, 35%, which is actually a little bit higher than I expected. Mm-hmm. And the audience is just under half at 45%, which is a lot lower than I expected, to be honest. What's the percentage on, like, I mean, how many reviews have been submitted by the audience? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Well. Probably a ton. <laughs> Probably a lot more than the critics one, but I think so there are quite a few 169,227. Yeah. Wow. So 45% of them thought it was enough to be good. Mm-hmm. Well... Paul Tatara of CNN.com says, What's the plot, you may be asking? Well, so am I. Hmm. He was paying attention then. (laughs) I mean, there's not really a plot, much of a plot, but yeah. Well, no, this is true, but I mean, it's, again, it's it's fluff, right? But Mm. I I feel it's it's, it's bright fluff. Um, Let's see. Well, we have a a Sean Piccoli. Not Spicoli. However, if it was just his first initial... There we go. We got a Fast Times at Ridgemont High reference there. Uh, From the South Florida Sun Sentinel. That's a fun one to say. Mm -hmm. Spears makes what was conceived by the Fullers as an album plug play as an actual movie. Although it will doubtless pain many a critic to say so... Spice World is a kick. There you go. I, I, those are words I'm not sure how many of them made sense. <laughs> it's a kick. Uh, this one's from Jamie Bernard from the New York Daily News. It says, Spice World is a, very, uh, is a smart vehicle for the girls. A cheerful and occasionally witty self-parody that does for the spices. What help in a hard day's night did for the Beatles. Uh, Montrose, you got another one there? Yes, uh, Gene Siskel. From the Chicago Tribune, he did not look upon this favorably. Mm. The result is a tiresome and a blown opportunity to launch the group to an entirely new audience. And I suspect those who already are fans will learn nothing new about their girl power heroes. There you go. Cisco and Ebert, not fans. Uh, I believe Ebert probably thought similarly. (laughs) Or if Siskel didn't like it, maybe Ebert loved it. Who knows? Uh, Lisa Allspector of the Chicago Reader says, A promotional tool that establishes its superfluousness simply by existing, this clumsy, smirking movie has a bitter soul. This one's from David Cronk. Cronky? Sure. From the uh, LA Times. A movie about four months uh, too late to endure in the pop culture annals. About, and about four stars too short to be a four-star movie. Boom! Oh, my. Thanks. David Cronk. Cronky. 
<laughs> David Cranky Cranky's more like, more like it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Montrose. We, we we are two peas in a pod. Yes. Oh my God! Get us out of this pod. Cast. I, I see what you did there. There's another Austin Powers reference. Yeah, I gotta get him in. There you go. Uh, Luke Thompson from the New York Times uh, gave it a five out of five and writes, "Genius of some sort." Anyway. <laughs> That's a pretty uh, good comment, actually. Mm. Uh, My last one here for the critics is from Andrew Collins of Radio Times. And he says, The first, and as it transpired only, feature film to exploit the enormous success of pop quintet The Spice Girls. This is an attempt to capture the comedic style of the Beatles films and not nearly as bad as it might have been. True. Yeah. But that's all I got. Shall we go into the annals of the audience no must we yeah all right why you do this to us (laughs) candace a gives this four stars and says i couldn't get to the movies fast enough when this came out i still have the tape to this movie love it well there we are right that's fine uh jamie c who is a super reviewer apparently he gave it a half a star i don't get that And he writes, stupid film, pointless, boring, none of them can act. It's made for one thing only, to make the rich richer. Oh, you know what? Uh, Go go pound sand at your G5 protest. (laughs) I I also have to say, it it does feel very um, like a, a, you know, a think tank made the movie. But also, I'm pretty sure now, tell me if I'm being controversial here. I'm pretty sure almost every movie is made with the intention to make the rich richer. Yes. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. Unless you're unless you're Kevin Smith making your first film, I'm pretty sure you're already that. That's to make the poor richer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Mariah, what what do you got there? Uh, this is from Dan F. Uh, he gives it two stars. He says, "I can't believe Norm from Cheers was in this movie." <laughs> what else was he doing? <laughs> Uh, Broadway? I don't know. <laughs> yes, George Went, so known for his Broadway productions. <laughs> um, okay, this is a five-star review, Montrose. Oh, from, okay. From Charmaine S. Says, she knows this stuff. This movie was made for a target audience. Preteen girls and young girls who love the Spice Girls. It's a kid's movie. Kids' movies are silly. Of course, men and boys will hate this movie, and older women who don't even like the Spice Girls won't like it either. When I was a kid, I loved this movie. Adults should not rate kids' movies. <laughs> I don't agree with well, the adults she an should adult not. Now? I don't agree with yeah, probably. I don't agree with the adults should not rate kids' movies. Um, because I mean, I like a lot of kids' movies. So but that's what she's doing. She's rating a she's an adult and she's rating this movie. Yeah, that too. Right. What do you got, Montrose? Well, I have a Stephen C. Not a gal, but just Stephen C. Um, give it one star. I don't know where these people are coming from. But here's his, his a bit of a diatribe here. Obviously, Spice World is a deplorable film. But as a time capsule, we can use to return to a time when they thought it was okay to make a feature film starring a popular all-girl pop band. It works wonders. The film is just so flat-out strange that you simply marvel at the sheer ineptitude on the screen. Everything from an apartment-like tour bus to an alien encounters to sexual innuendos galore. Spice World is just so trashy and odd, but 
One curious aspect is how meta the film is. Like, do kids even do? Sorry, do kids even understand this? <laughs> I this is a backhanded five star review that he only put down one. Wait, he rated it five star. Oh, he no, rated- he rated it one. But oh. it sounds to me like it's a five star review. He gets what's going on. <laughs> well, Mariah, what does Jackson S say? He gave it a half a star, and he said, "Who are these people?" <laughs> They're the Spice Girls, you don't. Uh, my last one is a is a fairly straightforward review here. It's from Ashley H. She gives it three and a half stars, mm-hmm. and she says, "I liked this motion picture because of the humor." I, I do have one here from Eric T. Um, he writes, uh, "Not a Dune remake, then." <laughs> But still gave it three stars. Oh, okay. Well, maybe he was happy that it wasn't a Dune remake. Mm. He wants. He's more excited for the Denis Villeneuve one that's coming out uh, this year, later on, I think. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Okay. Um, okay. Well, there, there we go. There you have it. There's our Rotten Tomatoes reviews. It's all wrapped up. So, Montrose. Yes. Would you like to tell people, uh, uh, wait, what, uh, what happens here? Uh, uh, I guess, do you want to come in and plug? No, no, I've got, I've, I've got somebody to do that for me. Because uh, normally I come in at the end uh, and just, you know, call it a day. But I, this, this has been exhausting. Uh, so we just get this chap in here and, and he'll, do the, um, he'll do the pitching for me. Okay, okay. I, I still think it was good, but I think it's bad. Um, yeah, uh, check out Montrose Monkington TV on YouTube. Uh, he's got a, a Facebook page to Montrose Monkington III Esquire and Friends. I think that's it. Hype the Twitter, you don't! So, sorry. Uh, you can also follow him on Twitter, at Montrose Third. That's the number three RD. Uh, thank you more later. Well, see you later, Nathan. No, no, I'm, I'm sticking around. I got to give the hint. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, with that being said, next month, the first two weeks of the month, because WrestleMania is in April and this isn't the beginning of March, because that's how we roll, guys. Just deal with it. Um, it's wrestling-themed. It's the road to WrestleMania. The road to WrestleMania. And first is going to be a movie, which is, uh, we'll say that, which is your pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, give us a little hintsky of what's coming up. These glasses give me a headache. Boom. Superman. Yeah. Okay, knew <laughs> it. <laughs> Starring wrestler... Lex Luthor. <laughs> there you go. Starring wrestler Lex Luthor. Uh, Mariah, thank you for joining us. And no problem. Thank- also, thank you, Mariah, for picking the movie. And it's picking a great movie. Spice World. I still um, is it good? Is it bad? Nathan, it I'm still not sure. Brilliant. I don't know. I, I'm still not sure. I, I don't know <sighs> what's going on anymore. I don't know up from down, left from right. I really I I I can't say I hated it, but I mean I can't say that it was I don't know. Well, what we can say is that you can find us on Facebook. You can search for what were they thinking. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on all the podcasters, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Mariah, where can they find you? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
whatever. It's in the it's in the show notes. It's in the show notes, as she says. Lazy. <laughs> uh, read the show notes. I'm um, on TikTok too. There you go. What's your TikTok handle? I think it's like Mariah XXX. I don't know. I post cat. Videos. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've had some conversations with her about this TikTok thing. And this is sure, like, it's TikTok oh. and not RedTube. Uh oh. <laughs> Secrets yeah. out. No. Everybody can see it now. Um. Yeah. Okay. Walks well, out the sun. <laughs> well, with all that being said, check out next week. We're going to start wrestling theme. Thanks again to Mariah. Nathan, mm-hmm. since Montrose, I guess, has just unceremoniously took, taken off. Yeah, he kind of, well, he got out of here. He said he was tired, so. Do you have any questions? Yeah, I mean, I did watch the movie. Um, I guess, I mean, in a movie where it's starring, uh, you know, a, a prefab girl band where no one plays an instrument, and... In a movie where all of the principal characters are non-actors, and 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 with a movie that was obviously just mostly designed as as a marketing ploy, other than the question, how did it actually end up being brilliant? Mm-hmm. I have to also ask. Yes. What were they thinking? Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out. Ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out.
Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes a gratuitous movie It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy At eilfm.podbean.com